And if you cannot tell by our little hype-up intro, we've also been drinking some sangria. We're having a great sangria. time. Sangria, yep. Spice sangria. You put the cinnamon sticks and you put the, like, little cloves and, and an orange. Some mm. <laughs> Yeah, anyways. Anyway, <laughs> this, is, this is our life right at the moment. So, um, as this is our... Almost clapped. Didn't. As this, <laughs> is, <laughs> this is our Halloween episode, because this will be coming out November 1st, we are talking... Some spookiness, some ghost stories, some like after death questions that we have for each other. And we also have a very wonderful special guest, a sexy spooky guest, if you will, though she's going to tell us the opposite side of her beliefs on ghosts and how she does not believe in them. But I love her ideas and went up behind this and she has a wonderful, sassy way of speaking. So we we love her. Yeah! So we are going to welcome our friend Kate. Yes, but first, first, (laughs) Kate, (laughs) first, I must ask you. So we have, we were like, we were chatting like horror stories and like very like scary movies. Like, what's your scary movie? And like, I'm a like, Pussyfoot. Well, I mean, me too, but I've seen a, a scary movie or two. Emma's less of a pussyfoot than I am. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm terrified. So, like, the Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy is good enough for me. Oh, However, no. <laughs> 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 over there like, oh, God. Um, but for Em, Em's like, I've seen The Conjuring. So, like, I have to ask you. So, from, like, The Conjuring to, like, the Eddie Murphy, like, Haunted Mansion, mm. Adam's Family, we, that kind of thing. Because yeah. that gets me all freaked out. Yeah. How scary is your ghost stories? Uh, pretty fucking scary. I'd say on that scale of, like, The Conjuring to, like, Eddie Murphy, I'd say it's more of a, um, uh, Sinister? No, Sinister's like way scary. That's scarier than my my like the Boogeyman. The, no, maybe um oh Children of the Corn. Oh, that one's yeah, like, oh, that's a creepy one. But it's okay. about children. My ghost stories don't have children in them. Thank Christ. But yeah, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Thank God. So, but same to you, my friend, my dear friend. Before we pass over the gauntlet to uh, Caitlin, because we ha- again have not let her talk yet. <laughs> <laughs> but she's here. She's here. Say hi. Ha! See? There we go. Proof. <laughs> yes, proof. Um, yeah. So how is your ghosty story Ooh. for later from The Conjuring to uh, The Boogeyman? Slash I mean, mine aren't people. that scary. Like, I, I definitely am a believer. I'm a, I'm a believer. Um, however, my, like, beliefs are kind of like, like, you know, hocus pocus. <laughs> like, I'm a witchy bitch. That's about it. And, and Kate agrees. <laughs> <laughs> Judged by her giggling and teeing. I'm more of like a Disney bitch. <laughs> Any movie that is appropriate for Disney is my kind of vibe. And but that's chillins. really all. That's all. That's all. Well, you know what? Actually, I just recently watched The Adam Family and I was like, damn, this shit is intense for little kids. Yeah, I mean, it could be. It, no, it is. What? The, what? No, what no, part? listen. 
inappropriate. I was like, to Frank, my, my good buddy Frank, I was like, is this just because we're real sensitive? Like, as like, you know, whatever. But that's a whole other conversation for a whole other whole podcast. Other podcast. Yes. <laughs> However, Kate, hi, hello. Tell us <laughs> Tell us your thoughts. You've literally only been sitting quiet for four minutes and 15 seconds before we allowed you to say hi, but hello. Hi. Who are you? Hi, I am um, a childhood friend of M's uh, and a recent friend of Danielle's. Um, and I'm really excited to be on the show for my first time. Yay! Yay! We're so excited to have oh. you! Okay. And I'm happy to play the part of your uh, incredulous skeptic who is uh, here to rain on all your ghosty parades. Not raining. You're just rounding out the story. <laughs> you're just telling us your opinion. You're telling us because, how it like, is. Em and I are like real ghosty, <laughs> and we just need a opposite opinion, an opposite thought, train of thought. Mm-hmm. And Em told me that you were like not a ghosty beach, and I was like, what? We need to call this beach. <laughs> So we called you. And, and here you and are. Here you are. Here so, so, your opinion, Miss uh, Kate, ghosts, are they real? Are they not real? How do you view them? Why do you think people believe in them? Let We give you the floor. What happens when people die? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I think uh, that's a big question. And I think that for me, I think ghosts and superstitions and magic and, and all those types of things... I think their place is, is a source of comfort to people. I think it's it's they had their time and their, their place in history because there was so much unexplained. People needed needed answers when they didn't have them. Um, do I necessarily think that, you know, the people that have passed on in my life are able to move objects in my room and, and send me messages through mediums and and that sort of thing no i i don't really believe in, in that aspect of it but i i definitely can respect its place in history and and how it's very important for some people to kind of to to grieve in a way and to grieve and to process things so that's my kind of very boring sciencey not very vague boring imaginative answer <laughs> So, like, if somebody came up to you and was like, yo, Kate, I know that my uncle, let's say, my uncle Paul, was here because he really liked birds, and when the bird came to my window, I knew it was Uncle Paul, what would you say? I would say, have you heard of the concept of confirmation bias? Oh, what is confirmation bias? (laughs) Confirmation bias is basically the idea that you notice the things that you want to notice and you don't notice the things you don't want to notice. So for example, you know, if you're a big believer, uh, in signs, you're going to notice, well, how come every time I think about so-and-so the phone rings and that's them? Well, in reality, every time you don't think of them and you don't, and they don't call you or you do think of them and, and they do call you, I should say, Sorry. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused. Back I should up. warn your listeners. I'm no, on, you're I'm, fine. You're fine. I'm on the, uh, the the end of a, I'm, on, I'm, I'm just rounding out my third 12-hour shift. I'm a little bit loopy. It's okay, but so are we. Bias is the idea that, you know, you're not going to notice when you think of your friend and they don't call. 
You're going to forget about that because it isn't remarkable in your life. So I think that's the same thing where, you know, Uncle Paul and the bluebird out the window, you know, you, you think about Uncle Paul and a bluebird shows up so you remember, but you're not going to remember all those times you thought about Uncle Paul and the bluebird didn't show up. I see. Scientific. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like, if you were in a house, let's say, you know, an older house, and you were by yourself, and like something kind of spooky happened, and you were like, "Ooh, yeah, I felt that little gust of wind up my back," or like, "I feel like someone's here with me." What do you equate that to? Uh, anxiety. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to me, a lot of my. Uh, spooky experiences can just be kind of chalked up to it's dark I'm alone and I watch too many are you afraid of the dark episodes I see ah, okay. okay so then while we're on that that topic what do you think is the spookiest thing that happened to you and how can you explain it away oh that's a good question I have a very mundane life <laughs> that's not true <laughs> I just met you like a year ago, and I know that's not true. (laughs) Spooky things. Um, Yeah, I'm really boring. I think maybe the spookiest has been just, like, walking home from my cottage in the middle of the night and hearing a sound in the bushes. But I think that can easily be explained to, you know, it's the bushes and, and there'd be beasties in there. They're cut. They're not <laughs> undead beasties. They're just It could be gremlins coming for you. <laughs> it could be squirrels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trash pandas. There Trash you go. Trash pandas. Yes. <laughs> They're spook. Okay. Um, so then say one of your friends like uh, uh, me. Um. <laughs> Was like, hey, so I am convinced that there is somebody. Okay, no. Um, let me rephrase this question. So, your friend has very recently lost someone in their life that was very, was a big part of their life, let's say. And they come to you and they say, oh my God, I believe that, like, this person is in the house. Like, they move things. They sit on the end of the bed. They... Uh, like I see them or feel them everywhere. What would you say? Hmm. Well, I think for me, and I'm not going to get offended. So you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know me better than that. I, uh, I have no filter. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, um, there's a difference between spirituality and haunted houses. So for me, if someone says, I feel the presence of somebody that was really important to me that's passed on, I think that that's a completely valid thing. And, and in many ways, you know, um, emotional energy and, um, and faith, are are strong powers in and of themselves if some if my friend was telling me that they saw objects move across the dresser then i'd be a little bit concerned and would have to kind of look into that more but you know 
I think it's helpful in the grieving process to find connections and patterns in your life in order to learn and uh, in in order to remember somebody. And so if that means, um, you know, believing that this tie pin that was under the couch cushion that you swear wasn't there before is a sign that this person is sending you love, then maybe, you know, maybe in a way it is. It's, it's you sending yourself a message by, by finding that, that symbol that, you know, to, to remind yourself that you were loved by this person and that you still love this person. And just because they're gone doesn't mean they're forgotten. I think that's how I would, that's that's how I view things, and not to to trivialize those beliefs, but it kind of reminds me in a way of like the placebo effect, where it's like I'm I'm, I'm very incredulous about you know some of those therapies that are out there that claim to heal people through you know the power of energy stones and that sort of thing. That's not really I, I don't really buy into that, but I think that there's a place for it in that the strong belief that people have tied to this therapy in of itself is healing. So do I think directly that the crystals are healing somebody? No, but do I think the belief in the crystals is possibly improving their lives? Yeah. So in a, in a weird way, the crystals are having some effect, even if it isn't actually their physical effect, you know, the fact that that belief is there is, is is you know in a way it's it's true so i i think well I, I i don't think that there is a spectral force in my friend's house i do think that there is you know our uh, the people in our lives live on through us and through our memories of them so if you want to call that a ghost sure that's a ghost but you know i don't think there's going to be ectoplasm at the end of it so that was a polite way of saying uh, you're a little bit crazy, but also I respect you. I respect you, <laughs> and I respect your your uh, witchy uh, crystal lovingness because you just directly insulted both Denny and I in the most loving way. But <laughs> we feel slightly attacked, but it's fine. I feel attacked because turquoise helps me sleep. <laughs> turquoise. I don't know why I said that. I was looking at your tattoo. <laughs> working for some of us we need the stronger pharmaceuticals and that's okay and that's actually a really fair point and I think that uh you're kind of just speaking honestly from a like more scientific standpoint and I think that was the opinion we needed tonight yes so thank you (laughs) he's like fuck you (laughs) Dee. But I love that. And it's so funny because for those who are listening, um, so Kate and I actually work in the same field. And I think it's so interesting that um, she has a different opinion. And yet we can support the same people and we can be in the same space. And like, I I love the way that you phrase everything so politically and so politically (laughs) correct, I should say. And I always say that to clients too. Like, I'm just like, hey, like if that feels good to you, like if... Your mom coming into you in a dream feels um, spiritual, and if that has meaning to you, then it does. So let it be. Mm-hmm. And and even though I'm like, yes, I believe that, I don't say it. <laughs> yes, I believe your mom is giving you a message. 
and Kate's like, no, I don't believe it. And and both of us can come to the same conclusion. If that means something for you, then that's fantastic. If it helps you, it helps you. Exactly. For so sure. thank you. That for was a sure. fabulous opinion. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! Happy sounds. <laughs> Yay! Thank you so much. You're so well, insightful, you. and I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> we need wine. <laughs> We need hangouts. We need COVID to not be a thing uh, so we can hang out. We need COVID to disappear. COVID needs to not. I agree. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Well, I hope to see you soon, friend. Thank you for your for joining us, Sassoir. Thank you. And for and, being a part uh, of our spooky. Enjoy the rest of your spooky, spooky cast. Thank you. Thank we will. you. We will. We're getting into ghosties. We getting in there. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I love you, friend. Bye. Bye. That was so fun. That was so fun because that, that was, was fun. Yeah. Yes. So I love that. I love like that the end of the spectrum where she's all like, "I respect you and your opinions, but you're but wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong." And I love it. I love it so much. And I love that there can be every single ounce of the spectrum. Yeah, I love like, it. Literally, that everybody has different beliefs and different looks on things and. The way that they view things, and while they are very entitled to their own opinion, they might be right in their own mind. Yeah, and that's like cool. Like we respect that, and we want to hear about it. Hondo P. So tell us. Tell us all the things. Yes, we want to hear. So I heard you ordered from Stay Sexy. I did. That, ugh, I'm just obsessed with this brand. So Stay Sexy is a brand that has sleek sexual wellness and self-care products that are packaged to be like a luxury experience. And are we obsessed? Just a little. Yes. Yes. Okay. So this brand is founded and run by best friend duo Alyssa and Megan. Um, they just founded their brand actually in December of 2019, so they are girl bossing it out. Girl boss, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what I love about this brand is that Stay Sexy empowers women to indulge and explore in their sexuality, and they recently asked us to become a part of their affiliate program, and we could not be more excited. So, <laughs> so we, both D and I just ordered off of Stay Sexy today. And I'm so excited to talk about it. So what did you order? I ordered the fire starter, which is like like a vibrator anything on one end. <laughs> and an insturdy thingy on the other end. Oh, I love that. Okay. However, I could read from the description, Let's which would do probably it. provide much more information. Amazing. Curves in all the right places. Deep rumbling vibrations. If you're using a lube, use a luxury personal lubricant, water-based, lip gloss, silicone, no batteries required. Soundtrack not included. Winky face. <laughs> Made from medical grade silicone. 10 speeds. Water resistant. USB charger. 8.8 inches long. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Fill your way. Do the voodoo that you do. With a lace, lace blindfold and wrist cuffs. So much better than an apron. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh lord. What did you get? I am so excited for what I got. Okay, so I ordered the mini bullet vibrator and the little description says a timeless classic like a little black dress small sleek and powerful you know where you're going and how you're getting there and don't ever let the bastards or endless zoom meetings get you down 
Do they have sassy descriptions? Hell yeah, they do. And I fucking love that. <laughs> Me too. I'm for that. So the Dirty Deets. It's small in size, but powerful in vibration, comfortable to hold, and easy to pack, soft and smooth with a strong motor. It measures... That's what bitches need! Yes! <laughs> strong motor! Like a little Mexican bean vibrator. Yeah! Wonderful. Yay. Um, so the Good to Know Deets is it's 3.5 inches in length, medical grade silicone, black or lips lipstick pink, and I ordered the pink, y'all know me, waterproof so I can use it in my bathtub. That's Fuck what yeah. you need! Yes! Yes! And a AAA battery so I can put it in and go. Um, I also ordered their 10 pack of condoms which have like, just from the reviews, it's like opening a luxury like face serum package. Like they just oh, look like a fun little so experience. Nice. I think my man ordered them. I'm so I think, excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. so excited. So we haven't gotten them in the mail yet, but once we do, we'll be updating this and updating you. So we have a fun code for you to try Stay Sexy for yourself. So if you go to staysexyshop.com and enter code SEXY15, you get 15% off your entire order. Hell of a deal. Hell so, of a deal! <laughs> again, that's sexy15 for 15% off your entire order at staysexyshop.com. Stay sexy, because sexy is a state of mind. So, Em, tell me what you think. I'm so curious. Okay, so basically my thoughts on death dying and like where your soul basically goes in my head at least after you die i'm a firm believer in like reincarnation so i believe that the actions and whatnot that you have throughout your life really determines not necessarily like oh you'll get reincarnated into like a bug or something right but like I believe that, like... But maybe you do. But maybe you do. <laughs> uh, but I, be- I, like, I firmly believe that souls are recycled, um, that you have a whole kind of backstory to yourself that you might not even necessarily be aware and be aware of, sorry, but that there's no way that, like, there's how many billion people in the world and all of them are, like, brand new, in- like, new soul individuals. You know? Like, to me, it just says too much. My brain cannot comprehend... So to me, I feel that like a lot, I mean, and I'm sure there are brand new souls that kind of pop up and whatever, but like your soul has a cycle and from start to beginning, you kind of gain knowledge and whatnot in your life from being in that cycle and the actions that you make and the action, the things that you do in your life have an impact on how your next life will be. So like you have a lesson to learn. Exactly. So I feel like each so like each lifetime you have a huge lesson to learn and that moves on with you into your next life. And then also that if you, when you die, I was going to say if, when, if, well, no, like, <laughs> when is inevitable, when you die, that if you have unfinished business or you die very suddenly or whatever, that has an impact on the soul that causes it to kind of, well, not kind of, causes it to stay behind. Right until that um, that problem or that unfinished business or whatever is rectified, or not right. And if it doesn't, then that's how I believe like malevolent spirits and whatnot come to be. Right. So, do you have an example of that? Um, of a malevolent spirit. Um, so we were going to talk ghost stories. So, um, thinking back, 
my husband used to live in this house um downtown in like um not necessarily my hometown but the nearing town to where i grew up um in a century home so like century homes are like the homes that were built basically when the town came to be so lived in this creepy creepy house beautiful from the outside super creepy from the inside like had all original furnishings had those like glass knobbed doorknobs or whatever with the brass um detailing and the little keyholes and whatever in all the doors um like old and whenever when i first met him i kind of got this vibe from the house like ooh, like i'm not i just i didn't get a very good vibe from being in there it wasn't necessarily the family wasn't the people that was in it it was the house like something to do with the house so i remember it was one of the first times that my husband and i were hanging out um, individually, like there was nobody in the house. It was just him and I. So I had gone upstairs. I was having a shower and he was downstairs and he was making like some food, tea, whatever. So in this bathroom, just to give you like some context, it had this old clawfoot tub that was like this huge kind of like deep, deep, deep tub with a tub with a little like feet. Um, and that bar that kind of goes around in a circle and like that wraps around the shower and then it has like the shower head with like the old shower curtain or whatever so super super old um and like the floor was all like the black and white tiling like a very kind of classic bathroom with a glass door on so i'm getting out of the shower and i'm like drying my hair drying my body kind of whatever like not really thinking anything of it and i look over and the glass doorknob is like ever so slightly moving like back and forth and back and forth and I'm like hey like whatever like I don't think anything of it continues to dry off and then it starts moving faster and I'm like D well his name starts with a D but we're gonna give him like a little pseudonym of a D D that's not funny like stop it and the glass doorknob keeps moving keeps moving keeps moving and I'm like hey like that's really not funny you need to stop it and then it kept moving and went a little bit faster and a little bit faster and a little bit faster to the point where I was like, hey, enough, went to go grab the door handle. And right before my hand grabbed the door handle, the, it stops. Uh, moving. Uh, and then I like rip the door open, pull the door and like look out into this hallway. And like, A, it was super fucking cold. Second off. It was like, <laughs> a, it's like an well, because like to me, a lot of people say like when you experience a ghost, like it's like, I've heard cold. that. No, I've heard that. Yeah. Like, and sure. it was, and I mean, that's hasn't been my experience every time I've encountered a ghost, but that time in particular, like the hallway was freezing and this is in like August. So like, there's no way. Yeah. Right? At least in my mind. I wonder and what Kate so, would say. I know. She, I've told her the story. She's like, Emma, you just got out of a shower. Of course it's going to be fucking cold. Okay, okay. Love you, though. I love you so much. I love you. <laughs> I love so you curious. so much. I just love you. Anyway, um, so, and then I remember looking down the hall and whatever and being like, oh my god, like, what, like, what the fuck just happened? And then there's D downstairs being like, am you okay? There's no fucking way that he, and like, you would have heard him have to, because basically you'd have to go down this, like, huge flight of, like, stairs and then another half flight of stairs and then there was a living room, dining room, and then the kitchen. And I could hear him call up from the kitchen being like, hey, Em, you okay? Oh, and I just Lord. had goosebumps go all over my body <gasps> because I was like, there's absolutely no way it could have been him at the door. Hell no. And so then I go downstairs and like, or he like starts to come up the stairs. I start to go down the stairs and he's like, you're like 
white as a sheet. Like, what happened? I told him the story, and he was like, holy shit, like, that's crazy. And, like, the kids used to see, so he has, like, three younger siblings. One of, like, his brother used to see, um, used to see a man in his closet. Would, like, have dreams and whatnot, and also oh, see, man! like, just the, just the top half of a man with, like, a, um, I think it was, like, a hat or something on. Just sitting, like, sitting and, or, like, standing in his closet, just, like, staring at him from his bed. Was this person, like, scary, or? Definitely didn't give off good vibes at all. Like, um... Dee's brother would literally never sleep in his own bed. Like, he would go into the other room where the two girls were and, like, make a little bed on the um, floor and sleep there. Oh, God. He refused to sleep in his room. And they lived there for, like, two years. Do you believe that animals and kids can see things that we can't? Oh, I absolutely do. Like, for me, so my, and we've touched base on this, I think, earlier, but my Mm -hmm. um, stepdad died when I was 17, um, very suddenly. Um, and I still very firmly believe that he haunts my mother's house and she mm. still lives there. Um, every time I go in, I can kind Happy of Happy as a clam. Yeah. Like she's living her best retirement life. Like she's having a great old time. Yeah. Um, so she still lives there. Right. And I have a dog. Um, and every time, and like just a little shizu and every time I go over, Half the time he's like he'll just be sitting somewhere or we'll like I have like a little um workbench whatever in the garage that I um used to like make jewelry. Um and I set him up on like a little like chair so that way he's comfy because he's a little princess. I was just gonna say because he's a princess. He's a little oh, princess, yep, with a little a little blanket and whatever because I love I'm oh, sorry, I love my animal. Okay. What can I say? I mean, what I can I say? Um so, and I literally will catch him just kind of, like, staring around the garage like somebody's in there moving around doing stuff. Doesn't bark. Doesn't, like, was, doesn't, like, react Because whatever. he knew your stepdad. No, he didn't. I got, I got him uh, eight years ago. And uh, my stepdad died 11 years ago. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. And we'll literally, like, like... You know when, like, a dog is looking at you as, like, say they're, like, sitting on the couch and, like, you're moving and they're just kind of watching you, like, what doing, right? Like, <laughs> he does that at my mom's house. But at what? nothing. But at nothing. It'll literally be him and I in the garage. Damn. And he'll just be, like, kind of looking around, like, around, like, the tool bench or whatever that's over in, like, the side of the garage, just being like, what doing? Mm-hmm. All the time. Mm-hmm. But, and I'll literally be like, oh, like, do you see him? Like, it's, like... Is he here? Is he saying hi to you? Oh. And, like, he'll just look back at me and just kind of, like, like be a dog. Right? But he's not, like, worried about it. No. He's very pretty, pretty comfortable, which is actually really weird to me because he's not very comfortable around men. But, like, this. But do you think that there's a difference between, like, do you think animals and children feel that difference between alive, scary, we should be worried, and just passed on, like, ghost or I think whatever? So. Like, because... Yeah. I've, and I mean, I don't know how true this is, but I've always kind of said to myself, if, like, my dog starts barking in the middle of the night and there's nobody in the room, like, there's a fucking ghost there. And I need to be, like, worried that my dog will notice it before I do. Yeah, 100%. So, that's just my own, my own thing. So, that is my nefarious kind of ghosty feeling mm-hmm. um, from that house. And also, answering your question, so to divert the attention again for me to move it on to you, my lovely friend D. What is your spookiest, spookiest ghosty story? 
Well, like, I feel like I have so many. Like, I literally, I work in healthcare. I work with people mm-hmm. while they're dying. Like, I have so many stories. And I constantly dream of people that, you know, I've looked after. And then they've died while I was off. And I dream about them in a white light. And then I see them. Like, there's lots of those moments. And mm-hmm. then I go to work and I find out they died. But my, I would say my most personal kind of, I have two kind of big personal stories. My first one was when I lived um, with my mom and stepdad. Mm-hmm. Except the difference was between my stepdad and your stepdad was I fucking hated mine. <laughs> um, I hated him so much. And him and my mom had moved into this kind of like century home in a really small little town. It had been there forever. And this girl had told me that I used to go to school with and walk home from school with that the house was haunted. And this lady who used to play piano and she did piano lessons had died in that home. Mm-hmm. And she said, I know that because I used to get piano lessons there. Well, coincidentally, this girl actually ended up dying in a car accident a few years later. <laughs> Fuck my life. So I never really, I can't go back and ask her, like, what did you mean by that? Because in she's the... kind of dead, but okay. She's kind of dead, RIP, <laughs> Meg. I'm so sorry. So I ended up, um, you know, we were living there basically throughout my teenage years. And um, I got my first job there and was a teeny bopper. Got my first period there. Like, all that good stuff. <gasps> that was the period house? Yeah, the period the bucket. Period. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. The period bucket lived in that basement. So, anyways, I go forth and conquer into this home where I'm a teenager. And my mom had kind of, you know, I'm an only child and she's living with this man and I hated him. Like I was 10 years old when they got together and she was very, uh, you know, proud of this new man she was with. He was so handsome and she were driving, um, down main street of where I lived in Southwestern Ontario. And she says, how do you think mom did with her new boyfriend? And I'm like, uh, my 10-year-old self, right? Is thinking of a clever answer. And I just come back with, well, she can do better. And I'm like, well. (laughs) It's going to be real truthful It's going to be real truthful. So, yeah, here we go. So, anyways, fast forward. Here we are. Um, We're living in this house. And the basement was just real spooky. Like, it wasn't finished. It was huge. And my mom's like, well, all of your little crafts and everything can go down here. We have a little TV we can put down here. You can watch whatever you want. You can hang out down here. This can be your little teenage hangout space. Mm-hmm. And it had this really old velvet carpet downstairs. It was really, oh. like, old. There was, like, little, like, secret um, things in the wall you could pull out where I'm assuming back in the day people put money in the wall. Like, mm-hmm. they would hide things in there. Mm-hmm. There was a, a, a desk drawer that if you took it that was built into the wall this desk and if you pulled it all the way out there was another drawer inside and oh you that's really cool in. and when I pulled it out there was just like coins in there mm-hmm. um and I was like well that's terrifying so it was just very old and creepy anyways there was a room where my mom had put some exercise equipment and I was convinced that was the room the ghosts lived in I don't know why but just my little self was like that's terrifying that's the ghost I don't room. that's the ghost room and I refused to go in there and it was very very scary and I haven't lived there since I was like 15 and I'm 26 so my memory is vague of it but I I remember being terrified of that room and um 
so anyway, so one day I'm home alone and I used to eat those like zap them like little lunchable like dinners oh. and I worked at a gas station and I remember being downstairs watching TV with my little zappable and hearing what sounded like kids going up the stairs. So you know how kids will go upstairs on their hands and knees and it's like up the stairs yeah. but it's like their knees and their hands yeah and I'm downstairs and I can hear it going up the stairs just one kid duh, 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 up the stairs alone? yep home alone my mom and um stepdad were at work and I was like ah, no these only so, child by the way so yes just a reminder so I turn off the tv and I'm like fuck this shit I'm going upstairs to watch tv so I go upstairs my little zappable go upstairs I'm watching tv and I hear that that same sound going downstairs Jesus and I was Christ. like hell no so then I was like I turn off Wait, the TV hey, hang on hang on yeah so you were downstairs in this basement and heard and it going upstairs you heard it going up the stairs yeah of the same stairs that yes. takes you in and out of this basement yes yes oh, fuck no so I came upstairs because I was like fuck that shit upstairs I'm going up yeah like I'm just gonna sit up here it's less terrifying because mm-hmm. downstairs there's only basement windows so I go upstairs and then when I'm sitting upstairs eating my little lunchable thing before I go to work I hear it going down the stairs. Mm. So my stepdad comes home first before my mom and I'm like, hey doofus. I'm like, <laughs> I heard this thing and he's like, yeah, 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 whatever. And he goes, I have to go out to the grocery store. Just be cool. Like, it's fine. Like, relax. And I'm like, I keep hearing it. This kid, that's what I say to him, is going up and down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Like, this kid wants attention. That's what it felt like. This kid wants attention. Mm-hmm. So then when he left, I heard this kid come back up the stairs and didn't hear f- footprints, even though it was an old creaky floor. Like, mm-hmm. you could hear it, people walking across the floor. And there was these long drapes in the dining room where I decided to eat because I was like, shit, fuck that shit. I'm not eating yeah. in the, where there's a TV. Getting super far away from these yeah, stairs. Yeah, I'm getting super far away from these stairs. So I was sitting close to the garage where we had a little dining room. And there's these long curtains. And I saw these curtains move at the bottom as if a little kid was just like wiping their hands on the inside. You know how kids walk past things, oh, they touch everything? my. Literally. God. And the bottom of the curtains move. And I was like, hell no. So I literally threw the rest in the garbage run to work and I was like fuck that shit so when I come home I tell my mom and my stepdad and I'm just like guys like this is actually scary like there's someone in this house there is someone in this house so they're like oh dear you're such a drama llama like no 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 fast forward a few nights later I wake up in the middle of the night to go pee as I usually do still to this day 2 a.m right so I wake up 2 3 a.m and I have to pee and I'm sitting on the toilet and I never close the bathroom door. Like I was an only child. My mom and stepdad were sleeping and I'm just having a sleepy pee and I hear music and I'm like, where is that coming from? And it's like this really light acoustic, like doo, 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 just like a little nice melody. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where is that coming from? So I finish up and I go into the living room. We have a big kind of speaker system in the living room. And I go and I don't hear it. Okay, well, we have a little kitchen radio my mom listens to while she's cooking. It's not that. So I go into my mom and dad, my stepdad's bedroom, because I'm like, it must be their their alarm, alarm clock. clock radio. Yeah. So I go in there and it's not that. And I'm like, I swear I hear it. So I'm laying in bed. I go back to bed because like, fuck that fuck shit. That, I'm yeah. not going to the basement. Nope. And I was like, I can still hear it. So I'm laying in bed and I was like, I swear I hear that. Well, I'm going back to sleep because there's nothing I can do. 
So in the morning, I tell my stepdad, like, hey, I heard this music in the night. He's like, you're so dramatic. Like, that's not a thing. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, I heard it, I swear to God. And I heard it a few nights. Mm -hmm. And it was nowhere upstairs. And I was like, hell if I go downstairs. Yeah, no way. No way. So, I don't know, a few weeks later, we're having dinner. And my stepdad says, hey, did, I heard that there was a, um, a noise. I woke up to go pee in the middle of the night. And they had their own separate bathroom. And he's like, I did the same thing you did. I checked for the kitchen radio, checked for the living room stereo, went to your bedroom, and it was none of them. So I went into the basement because he was like our good friend, Kate. <laughs> and he said there was a little alarm clock, clock radio in the um, bar downstairs that we didn't use. And it was playing. It was playing uh, like a melody from a radio station. And uh, I, I thought, oh, that's weird. And I go to turn it off and it kept playing. And I flip it upside down. There's no batteries in it. And it's not turned. It's not plugged in. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he's like, I smash it on the counter. It stops playing. And I come upstairs. And he was like, I believe you. It was playing. And it wouldn't stop. And I smashed it on the counter. Like, smash it so it was broken? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I broke it. And so he's like, we're getting rid of it. Like, that doesn't belong downstairs. We're throwing it out. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's. Right. And like very, like months and months later, I was looking it up like noise that ghosts or spirits might make. And apparently it's an acoustic sound. Really? Yeah. It's not like you're not hearing drums. It's like a very kind of like gentle acoustic sound that spirits will make for you. So I was like, fuck that. (laughs) That radio was thrown out. And then shortly after that, we were telling these stories, these kind of combination of stories that mm-hmm. we had had accumulated from this house to my aunt and uncle, so my mom's sister and brother-in-law. And as we're telling them the story, they're like, oh, Dee, you're so dramatic. Like, you're everybody dramatic. just thought I was so dramatic. And I was yeah. like, okay, whatever. And at this point, I wasn't scared, but I definitely felt like it was a child. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a kid, and, you know, and I kept thinking back to this girl, Meg, who had told me about this piano teacher, and she was very scary, and she had all these kids in her home, and I thought, what if it's one of these kids? Yeah. Like, what if? What if? What if? Right? And I went to work. I had to work. I was working at this little gas station, and I, and my mom was telling my aunt and, and her, her brother-in-law, my uncle, about these ghosts. And I said, well, I just have a little four-hour shift. Maybe you guys will still be here when I come back. It was like one of those five to nines, right? Mm-hmm. So I go to work, and I come back, and they're gone. And I said, oh, where, like, did they go home early? Like, what happened? And my mom said, well, after you left, long after you left, at about 6 o'clock, we were making dinner, just chatting, had music playing. And all of a sudden, the door that goes to your bedroom into the hallway, close to the stairs, just slammed shut. All the windows in the house were closed. And your aunt and uncle stood up and goes, we're getting out of here. You guys can come see us at our house. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. And they left. And they left. They literally left. So after that, my stepdad and my mom and everybody believed me what Mm -hmm. I was saying. It was just... If we talk about it, it will be more noisy, and so we just didn't talk about it, and then we, my mom and that, that guy ended up breaking up, and we left that house, and he still lives there with his new wife. Yay for them. 
And the child ghost. And the child ghost. I'm convinced it was a child because, yeah, that, that door. We ended up, um, my stepdad, because that was the first time it slammed shut for no mm-hmm. reason. But after that, it happened all the time. We really? would be sitting in the living room watching America's Funniest Just Home Videos. Just your bedroom door. It wasn't my bedroom. It was, so there was three, or yeah, three bedrooms. One of them we used as an office, only child. Mm-hmm. And then there was a bathroom at the end of the hallway. Mm-hmm. And then there was a door to that hallway. I, I guess the idea probably was if we had um, electric or gas heat, I don't remember, but to keep the heat just in that part of the bedroom. Like yeah, those, the sense. bedrooms, right? And the bathroom. So it started happening so often that my stepdad actually installed, um, he thought it had something to do with the airflow, right? And that's probably mm-hmm. what Katie would say, the airflow of the house. Yeah. But uh, every room had a register. It was not like a big air vented system. It was an old house, right? So yeah. all these registered had been put in. And um, he bought like this thing and he used to say, do you have to click the door into the wall? And it had like a little stub on it and you clicked it into this and thing in like the wall and it would go click and it, it, it was stuck to the wall. Mm-hmm. And in order to close the door, because we never closed it unless we were going to sleep, mm-hmm. in order to close it, you would have to yank it off the wall mm-hmm. and then close the door. So um, even then, it's still closed. Oh, yeah, it was fucking terrifying. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was fucking terrifying. And then as soon as, I don't, and it was funny because my stepdad, his name was um, Mark, his name is Mark, I'm assuming he's still alive. Um, His name is Mark, and he used to own this bar called Sam's Bar because Mm -hmm. his nickname was Sam. And I don't know why, but one day I just said this ghost is named Sam. So we used to say when lights were left on or other creepy things, oh, it was Sam. But I remember when we left, my mom said, you're really good. You know, we moved into a, like a newer condo in a new area. Um, and she said, you're really good at turning off the lights. Like I was like 17 at the time. And I'm like, yeah, mom, like I don't fucking leave the lights on. She's like, I really thought it was you. I'm like, no, it was Sam. Yeah. And, and I found once we named it, it seemed to tame it a little bit. Like name it to tame it, man. I tell you. <laughs> and we were like, oh, it was just Sam. Oh, it was Sam. And Sam just felt really fitting. Yeah. I don't know why. It's almost like familiarize it and like kind of We familiarize like, yeah. and so we were like, oh, the door closed. That's weird. Yeah, it was just Sam. It was Sam. So you give it kind of like a neutral energy instead of being like, oh my god, it's it was terrifying. Do you name it? Mm-hmm. And so that I helped think that's a lot. Smart. That helped a lot. Yeah. Because otherwise we were all terrified. I was the first. Then my mom, and then even Mark was like, fuck this shit! Yeah, like, it's creepy. <laughs> it's super creepy. It was very creepy. So, I would say that was my first encounter and probably my longest encounter. I mean, I have more stories. We could go on forever. But I think that that was kind of what drew me in. I was probably 13, 14 when that happened. Yeah. So, about 14 years ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, this shit is real. Real! Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. It is And crazy. it's scary, too, because a lot of the times, like, yeah, you kind of have that, like, belief and, like, oh, ghosts, whatever. But when you have it happening right in front of you, yeah, it's, like, it. it's just so fucking scary. And then you try and tell people, and, like, you don't get justice because you weren't there. But, like, at the same time, like, holy shit. Like, like, crap your pants. Need to move out. 
type of scariness. Yeah, for sure. And then, like, where I live here now with Frank, I'm like, man, we're safe. Like, nothing yeah. here. It's a newer house. I don't feel anything. I feel really yeah. good here. So, it's funny where you moved to. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, like, before my stepdad had died, like, the house that was that we were living in, it was built in, like, 1990 or something. So, it was fairly new. Nothing in it. And then he died. And then it was, like, basically saw him in the house moving things, doing stuff all the time. And then also where um, my husband was living, it was the rental property. So it had a variety of families and whatnot that had moved in and out beforehand. And the house was like almost 200 years old. So, I mean, it had seen a family or two move through, right? So, and I don't know what happened in that house, but also like the house had, was just creepy in itself. Like the house, okay, so like, Again, it was old, but also there was this kind of like basement that if you went down into the basement, it was one big room, but it had like a room built into the room. So you could access the walls from all four sides. So you could walk completely around this. This I know it was so weird and so odd. Like you could walk basically entirely around this one room and the room had a door and it was this little tiny kind of like room. I don't know, maybe like eight feet by eight feet, whatever, a little square room. And it had this like door on it again with like the old lock and whatever on it, but it had locks on the outside. Why? Why is it ever a thing? I don't know. So like, and literally like the kids had at one point had made it into like a game room and then they got really creeped out and nobody went down there anymore. Um, and then uh, his, my husband's cousin like moved in at one point and that was his room and he lived there for like five months and I don't know how he stayed down there for that long because that would have creeped me the book out but anyway um just like little nuances in this house that it was just like was really creepy like really 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 creepy I was like hey I'm good I don't want to stay here let's go but I mean my house wasn't much better because it was being haunted by my stepdad but who knows so but we want to hear your story yes we do so in the first week or so of November we are going to be doing listener stories. So again, we want to hear your ghost stories. We want to hear your funeral stories. We want to hear your sexy stories. We want to hear maybe like the best hookup story you've ever had. We want to hear... Tinder! Like, yes! Tinder. Yes, if you've had any funny experiences on Tinder, or dating apps, whatnot, anything. We will take all of the stories. We're going to amalgamate them into a listener episode. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. So, again, so if you have any stories or whatnot, you can DM us on Instagram or you can email them to us at lapetitemortpod at gmail.com. I will have the email underneath this episode. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at lapetitemortpod. You can also find us on um, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts at lapetitemortpod. And until next time... I know it. Do you know it? I do it. Okay. Right well. Okay. No. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Murphy. Okay. Loop it out. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> when in doubt, loop it out and, and write a will. All right. Okay. Till next time.